welcome back to See and Free Studio. It's great to have all of you here. This is the place where we like to talk about what makes us unique, special, and different. And my next guest knows a lot about helping people to do just that as they form, form up what they want in their career. Christine DiDonato is founder of Career Revolution, Inc., a LinkedIn learning author and author of Get There Faster, the no-nonsense, no-fluff guide to the career you want. She's an innovator in emerging leader development, empowering a new generation of employees to become next-generation leaders. She's recognized as a leading expert in her field and has been featured in Time, Money, Forbes, Human Capital Institute, and USA Today. She is my friend. She's joining us from San Diego. Welcome, Christine. Hi, Jen. How are you? I'm good. I'm so glad you're here. Me too. Happy Friday. Yes. So, Christine, tell everybody, you know, where you are and what you're doing these days. Well, I, like most, am working from home, which is a totally new experience, having been on the road for so many years. But I'm in San Diego and have been working feverishly to help uh, move employee development out of live classrooms and into a virtual setting by still keeping it intimate and authentic and human. Well, and yes, and I mean, no doubt that has been a challenge this past year. Um, and, you know, tell people, before we just jump right in, tell people a little bit about Career Rev and the work that you're doing. Uh, you know I love to talk about it. So <laughs> the Career Revolution is a company that I started about eight years ago after having worked inside companies my whole career in the human resource space and really recognizing that as the world was changing and, and transforming at a faster and faster pace, that uh, people were having a really difficult time navigating their careers and nothing could be more true than the moment right now. So um, after reaching out to all of the leadership development experts um, looking for sources, I, I found nothing. Everything was focused on higher level leaders or management skills. So I decided that uh, it was time to create some learning and tools and assessments for really for those earlier in their career or those really at any point in their career who were struggling to just figure out who they were in this world and how they were going to navigate their career. So I started the company about eight years ago um, and uh, have just it's been growing and, and accelerating every year. And uh, we're seeing just huge growth this year around companies recognizing that they have to provide their employees with more learning and, and more opportunities for human interaction and discussion around their career, even if it's agnostic of the company that they work for. So we've been really busy this year, um, kind of helping kind of turn the corner with the pandemic, working specifically with companies to help them provide these resources to their employees. That's great. And, you know, I suspect in, in working with uh, a lot of these young people, you help them discover their purpose, their drive, their motivation, uh, probably be, like you said, agnostic of the organization. Um, so have you thought about what your unique, special and different is, your USD? Chad, I, I would watching some of your other episodes and it's so I thought about this, I overthought about it, and I kept thinking if Jen asked me this five years ago, I would have been I would have struggled to answer because I, I always thought like maybe we shouldn't talk about that. Um, but I have a whole company around it. So I have determined that my unique and special talent 
has been truly to help other people discover their unique and special talent. I think that's where you and I have bonded over the years. Um, I think that I've, I've been able in my own life to be able to see the big picture really quickly and figure out not just a direction or even helping people with direction, but I think, I think I'm known for getting out of the too far out and thinking about right now, what could you practically do right now that's not too threatening or risky that will move you forward. So it's that practical piece that I think my, my real talent is in. So, I mean, you mentioned this five, five years ago, you wouldn't, you know, have known how to answer that. Did something happen five years ago that was a pivotal moment for you? Jen, I just think some of it is working in the corporate space for so many years and, and maybe being a woman in that space and growing up, you know, thinking that we're not supposed to talk about ourselves in that way, that that would be bragging or that would be egotistical. And I, I think just being on my own in my own business. It, it, and and I, I'll tell you actually a little story. I remember when I started my company and I was looking out there at the market saying, who are the experts in this space? Who can I learn from? Who are the people that are being successful? And I would come across one after the other, these people, big social influencers with big hundreds of thousands of followers on their social media platform. And um, I would dig deeper into their qualifications and uh, their bios, and one after the other, I would learn they've held maybe one job in their career. They were just really good at marketing. And it used to get under my skin. Like, how could somebody build a business when they don't have any, you know, they don't actually have any experience? I have years of experience and resources. Um, and it finally occurred to me that we have to be our own advocates and we have to be able to articulate that to be successful. And so I think the more I saw these people that I didn't think were qualified, making successful businesses that if I actually was qualified, I should talk about what it is that makes me qualified or makes me special. So I think that lit a little fire under me five years ago with this business. Yeah, and it, you know, and I, I'm experiencing a little bit of that myself. You did mention we're kind of kindred spirits. We found each other um, and we do have this shared, uh, shared motivation to help people kind of find themselves and, and follow their dreams. Um, yeah. But f figuring, doing that for yourself can be really hard, I think sometimes. And two, being comfortable with your own brand. Um, and, and, and you obviously had to do that um, in order to start your own company. And, and now you're in, you know, you've, an author um, in different formats. So has there been any particular hurdle or challenge that you've gone through to be comfortable? Yeah, Jen, it's an ongoing battle. And I know you and I have chatted about this. I, um, I really love doing the work. I love training and development and facilitation and figuring out real solutions for people. Um, I don't love the personal brand strategy and posting on social media and all that stuff. And um, I've hired people over the years who keep saying, you know, it's about being authentic. And I only recently, I mean, I just started Instagram, <laughs> I mean, just doing Instagram last month. Um, I finally would met with some, there were a couple of, of young professionals who specialize in this and they kept saying, get out of your own way and, and stop looking at this personal brand piece and putting your message out there um, as something that where you have to be something you're not. You What you need to figure out is what is the message and what is it you want people to know? And be excited to have a platform to share that with people. You know, it has to be authentic. And the more that I really think about 
what do I want to say? What's important to me that I wish more people would know? The less I think about it, marketing and personal brand, and the more I think about getting the message out. And that for me is a, a bit of a switch that's been working a little better, getting me more comfortable with the whole marketing and social media piece. Yeah, no, and we have talked about it in the same, uh, you know, I think, and that's one of the messages I've been wanting to send with, with this see and free is that when you find your USD, the things that seem challenging or painful or uh, drudgery, uh, like having to brand yourself and put yourself out there, when you have an important message to share or you, you really know in your heart of hearts that your passion needs to be shared with others, you can get past some of those hurdles. It kind of fuels you. Um, and I think uh, I think that was great advice uh, from the people that you've been coaching and giving, uh, giving you some of their advice. That's, that's really good advice to take forward. Um, you know, now that you are working with all of these different, especially young people, emerging leaders, you know, what are you noticing? What's going on for them? Uh, you know, what are they experiencing that they're coming to you and asking you for help? Um, I'd love to have a dialogue about that and see if we can help a lot of people at the same time. Yeah, Jen, there's been a, a wave of anxiety, and this was pre-pandemic as well. And something that I, I it, it keeps striking me that, wow, I can't believe this is happening because I didn't feel it younger in my career. When I talk to those who are coming out of college or even in their first few years of their career, there's a lot of anxiety I hear from them around, how do I make sure I'm in the right job or find the perfect job or make sure I'm taking all the right steps. And the, when I dig into that, um, I'm finding this pressure that people are putting on themselves to make sure they don't make a mistake in their career and they don't waste any time. Now, while I understand, you know, no one wants to be stuck in a job that is not, you don't feel good about, or you're not adding value or using your USD. Um, I don't remember having that much pressure early in my career about not making a mistake. Um, I just remember doing something I loved and eventually you know, someone noticed and you got promoted or another opportunity came up. Um, and so I, I think we're in a place where people, especially younger people are stressed out and they have enormous amount of pressure. And we've, you know, we've heard all the articles about student loan debt and things like that. So I think there's a financial pressure as well. Um, but I would love to help people. And I try to do this all the time in our coaching and programs. I want people to release that that pressure and that stress and try to focus, you know, we talk about USD, try to focus more on this, the USD part and what makes them happy. And I don't mean find your passion. I'm, I'm not an advocate of we all have this one thing that we're supposed to do. I think it's more about what are you curious about and where are you getting energy and helping people navigate through that lens. Um, because it's a problem, and it's, it's a it's a problem that's actually holding people back. I think, and I'm curious, you know, if you're seeing some of the same thing as you're ch chatting with all these, you know, individuals. I definitely am seeing the same thing, and I was just talking to someone today who I coach. Uh, in describing uh, the sense of urgency. I must do yes. these things now. I need stability. And the faster I can get to stability, the better. And I, and we had a long talk about that, which is, you know, what will happen if you don't? What will happen yeah, if I you just sit back and reflect? Um, are you truly unstable? Like ask yourself, have a conversation with yourself about the real risk. Like, are you truly at risk? What's gonna happen if you don't okay. do that thing that you don't really want? 
want to do. Um, yeah. And it was a really great dialogue, but you're right, I'm seeing that across the board is, is the sense of urgency. And I do think in some ways the pandemic and things going on in the world have maybe amped that up a little bit because people yeah. have been facing true illness and, and life or death situations. And I think it's just created an even kind of uh, more challenging environment for so many. Yeah, I agree. And I, I definitely think the pandemic has exasperated it. And I was just thinking, I was teaching a workshop yesterday as part of our larger career development series. Uh, and it's a module dedicated to nothing but personal values. And um, it's something that I designed many years ago. And at first companies would look at this agenda and say, I don't think we need module two. <laughs> I don't think we need to spend you know, time on personal values. Um, and now we have organizations saying that's our favorite module. And what we're doing with individuals is spending a full 90 minutes using an online assessment as well, where they identify in this moment in time, their top five personal values. And we do a gap analysis activity where you say, how well am I living these right now? And for any that I'm not, why am I not? And then from there, what's within my control, right? Because sometimes we can't meet all of them, our external factors get in our way. And it's, it's, it's interesting, as soon as we take people through this process, you know, a lot of light bulbs go on, but we have a forum at the end where people can ask any questions. Uh, and I keep getting the same question is, what happens when one value competes with another? And I, I really gave that some thought last night because I think so many of us, you know, we, once we're aware of what's important to us, we realize that some run up against each other in any given moment. And the answer I keep providing to people is, sometimes we have to consciously say, it's okay that I don't succeed in everything all the time, right? Sometimes we just have to consciously say, I can't be everything to everyone or achieve all these things. I have to just be able to focus on one or the other and let everything else go. And for me, that goes back to what you just said around um, like, what's the worst that can happen? You know, what happens if you don't do this? And that helps us prioritize. But I just think people need some time and some tools to get in touch with what's important and what can I put to the side right now? Yeah, absolutely. And I think also what you've, you're encouraging is some experimentation. Like you talked about curiosity. And I tell people too, because a lot of people can't, they want career uh, you know, opportunities, but when you ask them what they want, they can't actually answer yeah. that. They're not clear what they actually want. And so I always tell people, I'm like, that's fine. Just make, then do a lot of different things and figure out what you don't want. <laughs> um, sometimes yeah. it's okay to try different things and rule other things out. Um, and, and sometimes that's how you get to what you want versus having this really solid, you know, methodical plan <laughs> to get to your destination. That doesn't happen for many of us. And I certainly yeah, I know it wasn't for me. Yeah, and it's so interesting. I still think there's a myth uh, or a mentality around I'm supposed to one day I'm going to discover this thing and this thing is going to be my calling and everything will be clear. I still don't have that one thing. I, I can't, I imagine I'm going to evolve and change over the years. My business will evolve and change according to things that come my way that I that spark my curiosity, right? And if we could just release that pressure, I, I have to imagine the majority of the population just isn't a thing that they become. Some, we, we know some are musicians or doctors or maybe a lawyer, but for the masses of us, you know, we're experimenting every day. And if you could just look at life that way, it'd be a lot easier. Yeah, absolutely. 
you know, this is the part, well, since you've been watching the show, you know, I get to this part where I ask a random question and you get I to know. select, <laughs> you get to select between one and 25 um, and, and then I'll tell you what your question is. So what would you like to select? Well, I keep seeing the number 11 everywhere. So let's go with 11. Oh, oh great. I love this question. Um, if you had no obligations and no belongings, what would you do? Oh, that's a hard one. No <laughs> obligations and no belongings. Well, I have this calling. Uh, oh, gosh. I, I mean, like most, I love traveling and I miss traveling. Um, but I've always envisioned that I, at some point in life, I would go rent a house somewhere in Italy. Uh, and I would just go by myself at first and figure the rest out when I got there. <laughs> so I keep having that. If that moment, I hope that moment comes. I think I would do that, Jen. I don't have a lot of purpose just to be somewhere different, to try it and live a different life for a little while. I think that's, that's great. And in and unattainable, my friend. <laughs> I think you could actually do that. <laughs> um, just pretend, just go. Um, uh, maybe not yet, but soon. Um, you know, uh, one of the reasons you can't go just yet is because you wrote a book and, and, and published it recently um, called Get There Faster. Can you tell everybody a little bit about the book so that if, if they're wanting some good advice uh, to get their career uh, moving, uh, that they can pick it up and read it? Yeah, and thanks for bringing that up. Speaking of personal brand, I wrote a book and never tell anybody about it. <laughs> it's like I finished it and I'm gonna move on. Um, the book I wrote in this career development space because I kept reading books in this space and they were all good. They all had some career advice stories, but none of them in my mind addressed the foundational elements of what people need to do, the actual activities the ta I love tangible, the, the questions to answer, the people to talk to, activities to create a clear direction. So I wrote this book um, based on um, my company's training program, Accelerate Me, where it takes the reader through five specific steps that happen before, before you start applying for jobs or make a career change or figure out what your, you know, quote, passion is. Um, and I launched right after it a workbook um, a very meaty workbook that goes with it with 41 specific activities and links to online assessments where you can do the work. Um, and I know you know this about me, Jen. I, it's one thing to talk about things and to be inspired and to think about things differently. It's another thing to put pen to paper and go and do small activities that bring clarity. And I'm such a proponent of that. And that's why I wrote this book. I never thought I would actually write a book because I want people to go do the things that I'm telling everyone to do all the time and, and have a place to put them in. So at the end of this, they've got record and they've brought awareness to reality and they can do something different and feel differently. So that's why I wrote this book. Thank you for sharing that. And for anybody um, who is looking to, you know, have some tangible tools for figuring out, you know, what you want to try next, and and maybe inevitably do to pursue your career. 
pick up the book, and I will tell you this because she's not great at branding herself. Christine is excellent at this. Um, and uh, what I love about you, Christine, is that you have a really, uh, you're, you're, you make things digestible. And I've told you this before, like these concepts don't have to be super complicated. They need to be practical and pragmatic and digestible. And you do an excellent job of that. So if you guys can pick up that workbook, please do. It is going to really help you kind of map out the steps that you want to take in your career. So please do that. Um, Christine, you know, we, we want to make sure that we also highlight other organizations as part of CN Free, organizations that we all care about, that we want to expose to the world, and we want people to um, help flourish. And uh, you have chosen Habitat for Humanity. Would you share with everybody why that's important to you and uh, a little bit about the organization? Yeah, and uh, Jen, it was so hard to pick one because there's so many, and I, I went with Habitat. Um, because I, I felt like it, it, like so many charities, it really talks about a foundation for people. And I was thinking about this time where people are so stressed and so anxious, trying to figure their way out. Uh, and I thought back to basic Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And I thought, you know, if I'm working with people on more of the enlightenment part, um, you can't get there and think about career development if you don't have stability in food and in shelter. And so I just thought this would be a good one of many that that would be a good place um, to help create that stability for people for families so they could think about other things right so let's take this off the table basic needs that's great. So please, everyone, you know, um, donate to Habitat for Humanity. Get involved. Um, I've done a couple of projects with them. You get out there and actually build some houses and help people um, get access to the things that they don't have. Uh, so thanks, Christine, for highlighting that. And before we go, I just want to ask you one more question, which is what's the best career advice you've ever received? Crazy enough, it's from my mom, my mother, who was from a generation where they were stay-at-home moms and didn't have the opportunity to go to college. And it's amazing to me of all the years of my career, um, she she has a series of sayings, which I really envision I want to write a book about one day, because I think all of us have parents who have these sayings, and they're generally the same. Um, but her, she's a million of them. Some of them are, I, I won't even say here, because they, they use language <laughs> that's probably not appropriate. But the, the biggest one she always said is to be true to thyself. Be true to thyself. And I never really, as a kid, you're like, yeah, mom, like, that's great. But the more I get older, the more I realize what she was saying is know your USD in a way. <laughs> yeah. Know your USD and be okay with it. And when I look back now and I think about, I'm blessed to have friends that I've had for years since I was a kid and then new ones you pick up along the way. And I realized I have friends from all, they're just totally different. If you put them all in a room, you'd say, how are these people, how do they even know each other and how do they get along? We're all so different. But I realized what it was. They all are true to themselves. They know who they are and they put that out to the world, whether you like it or not. And I realized that's what I love about people. If you know who you are, you're cool to be around, right? No matter what comes out of your mouth, I know it's authentic. And that's something that I realized that that's been fed into my head since I've been a kid. And I have a career built on that. And I just went, wow, it just hit me recently. That's it, be true to thyself. 
That is it. And, and you and I are both champions uh, and stewards of that message. And, um, and I am so thankful you came on and joined us today. I love celebrating you and sharing you with the world. Um, and I, uh, I will be joining you in this journey to help people find their USD, find that thing that drives them so that they're true to themselves. So thank you so much for coming today. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Jen. It was fun to be able to hang out with you and, and talk about something that we're both so passionate about. So thank you. Yes, we are. Well, everyone, that is the end of today's show. Uh, please come back and subscribe. Uh, you can visit us at seeandfreestudio.com. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and you can follow me on Clubhouse. So we are everywhere at this point. Um, we'd love to have you and uh, look forward to having more time with our next guest as we hit, up, hit them up on what their USD is. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.